This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast that follows our journey of investing. Whether you're an absolute beginner or approaching Warren Buffett status, our aim is to help break down your investing journey from beginning to dividend. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm good. Uh, we often say, well, I often say I'm excited for this episode, but um, I'm not only excited for this episode, I'm excited for this week because we... Have a listener survey out at the moment. Uh, people can still fill it in. A couple of days to go. Um, but one of the big requests that we got was more crypto content. Um, it's hot right now. Absolutely. <laughs> and so uh, we don't want to, you know, we, we want to, uh, we're an equities podcast, but we do, you know, we are interested in crypto. We're crypto curious, you could say. Uh, so we're going to do a week. We're going to do a bunch of content in the week. We've got uh, today's episode, we've got two interviews on uh, Equity Mates later this week. We're going to do an episode on it on Get Started Investing with the very basics. Um, and we're going to try and smash it all out in a week. Yes. And then that's it. Well, no more crypto. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to remain wholly focused we might, on no, equities. No, we're not going to make that promise because there may. Uh, there may be a, a corner of the episodes uh, ongoing. We're not going to do a invest. Li- uh, sorry, a we study billionaires and uh, kick one of the hosts off. No, 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 no. We're not going to split up and do separate shows on the same feed. No. So yes, this is our uh, crypto week. Uh, we're going to do our best to uh, go from A to Z when it comes to to crypto, as there is uh, a lot to unpack. Uh, before we do though. Keep your eyes peeled. We are incredibly excited to announce that in late April, we are going to be doing a live show, which we are super excited about. And that is uh, going to be the first live show we've done since COVID hit back yeah, in early 2020. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, it also will be live streamed, so don't stress if you can't make it. It will be hosted in Sydney this time around. However, we do have plans to get around Australia at some point during the remainder of this year. Keep your eyes peeled for tickets on our socials. Uh, we can't reveal too much detail just yet, but this is just a call out to uh, pencil in late April. Just, I would suggest just get around, excited. Just block yeah. all of April, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd no, suggest later. around the 29th of April. Uh, so we will keep you posted. But that is coming live event here in Sydney. Uh, with a focus on the alcohol and beverages industry. Yeah, yeah. Bryce just wants an excuse to drink. <laughs> not he true. He's insisted the venue have poker machines. <laughs> <laughs> That's also not true. All right. Well, look, we're going to start the crypto week uh, by discussing key resources that um, that we think are going to be important for our community, as well as uh, that we both use and that we think um, you know are uh, worthwhile talking about. 
because there's a lot going on in yeah, the crypto space. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the space. And I guess one of the advantages of the equity rates being, you know, to where, like getting to where it is, is that every man and his dog who's starting up a, uh, a you know, a, a startup wants to, you know, get in front of the equity mates audience because um, the equity mates audience are awesome. And um, we've been hit up by a lot of crypto players recently and uh, we're kind of sick of it, <laughs> to be yes. honest. Uh, but there's two that we both personally use and that we both personally like. And so we've sort of decided to partner with the two of them um, and then really not talk about not not take other advertising deals from crypto we've all seen the bloody uh you know light rail uh, stops and bus stops covered with crypto advertising that's not going to be equity mates um we've decided just to go with these two brands or these two platforms um and then not take other crypto sponsorship just to because it's a confusing space and you know there's stories of brokerage going going down and stuff like that um, so we just, you know, we only want to partner with two brands that we like. So that's enough run up. What are the two brands? The first one is uh, a brand called, or a, a startup called uh, Bamboo. Yep. Uh, and uh, Bamboo is like, I guess, effortless investing um, when it comes to cryptocurrency, um, specifically uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Yeah, as um, well as gold and silver, well if that floats your boat. Yes. Now, we uh, often talk about the show, the value of. Uh, a, starting small if it is the beginning of your investing journey, both uh, in equities and particularly in crypto. Particularly, particularly in, crypto. in crypto. Start small. Start yeah. small and also the value of dollar cost averaging yes. and putting in money at a consistent cadence over a long period of time. Now, the good thing is that Bamboo allows you to do both of those things. It's a micro-investing app uh, that just like every other micro-investing app rounds up dollars and cents. Um, and then once it hits, I think about $50, it'll invest that into the portfolio of your choice, which is can be a mix of or one of Bitcoin, Ethereum, gold and silver. Yeah. As you say, it's, it's the raise for crypto. crypto it's yeah. micro-investing, it's roundups, it's all that stuff that you... You know, if you're in Australia that you like with Rays, if you're in the US that you like with Acorns, um, but for crypto. Yeah. So they make it super easy. Uh, Ren and I both use it, dollar cost averaging into, um, well, you're a bit of Bitcoin and Ethereum. Bitcoin I'm, and Ethereum. I'm a bit of Bitcoin. Um, and look, it's, uh, it's really simple to use and uh, we certainly think that it is a great way to dip your toe into the wall, you know, into the depths of uh, the crypto sphere. Yeah, into the deep crypto sphere. <laughs> and, and look, if you don't want to do uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum, you can do gold and silver mm. as well. So look, um, we recommend checking out Bamboo. Now, uh, to do so, uh, you'll obviously need to download it and, uh, and in install it onto your phone or whatever. They do have uh, an offer, which is use the code EquityMates and they'll give you 10 bucks uh, into whatever of those four assets you would mm. like. Yeah. Um, so that is Equity Mates. Uh, Bamboo is the name. Their website is getbamboo.io, but you will need to download the app to use the promo code. Yeah. Now, uh, we don't want to take too long, but we should touch on the second. Yep. Do you want to do that? Sure. The second is uh, SwiftX. Now, we know that Coinbase is one of the, the big uh, cryptocurrency platforms out there, but we have chosen to go with Swift. SwiftX Equity Mates uses SwiftX. We personally use SwiftX. Yes. And uh, this is uh, a full service crypto broker here in Australia, Australian company. And, uh, you know, they have very competitive rates. And 
we have chosen these guys well purely because we use them and we think uh, the experience is great. So, um, yeah. yeah, they're safe, they're you know secure, all, all of the things that you want in a crypto broker, especially. Yeah, yeah, and it they have all the coins. Well, I assume they have all the coins. I haven't looked down the long list of coins, but. If Bamboo is where you want to start and you want to just get access and dip your toe in the crypto water, you know, get some Bitcoin, get some Ethereum. SwiftX is where you dive headfirst off the three-meter diving board. Yeah, and, uh, and buy Ren, the crypto <laughs> coin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you get access to all of the coins. Yes. And so for us, it's, um, you know, we, we think these two are complementary in some ways. And, and it really depends on what stage of the investing journey you're at. Um, similar to Bamboo, we've partnered with SwiftX. If you go to swiftx.com.au slash equity mates, uh, you'll get, uh, it's a 15 bucks, 15 bucks, 15 yeah. bucks in Bitcoin. Yep. Should have remembered that. Um, so between the two, you could end up with 25 bucks in Bitcoin if you sign up to Bamboo and, uh, SwiftX using the, uh, equity mates code with Bamboo. Uh, or slash equity mates with SwiftX. Yeah. Now, look, there's plenty of other options out there and I'm sure you might have your favorite, but as Alex said, uh, we have been privy to a lot of them that are out there and we've chosen that these are our preferred too. If you want to get on board, that is great. But let's uh, let's move on. We'll get all of that in the show notes if you would like to use those codes and get started on your crypto curious journey. Yeah. Now, that's enough preambles. So, Crypto Week, here we go. Here We're... We go. Uh, we're doing a week. Um, now, let's just quickly run through what we're doing this week. So today, Monday episode, just the two of us on Equity Mates. We're going to talk about the use case for crypto. And I do your own research, always do your own research, but I'm going to say this will be the only piece of crypto content on the internet that doesn't mention the price. Other than our other content this week. Well, that's not on the internet yet. <laughs> when this is being, when this goes live, the other episodes won't be live. <laughs> sure. But, but I think in all seriousness, honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to put that rant to a side because we're just going through the week. So today we're going to talk about the use case for crypto on Tuesday in Get Started Investing. Um, we're going to go over the basics of crypto. And the idea being uh, it's going to be enough to have a chat about it at the pub or at family Christmas or, you know, with your partner. Like the high-level basics of crypto if you have no idea where to start in this space. So head over to Get Started Investing and listen to that tomorrow. Uh, back here on the Equity Mates feed on Wednesday, we'll be interviewing Blake Cassidy, who's the CEO of Bamboo. Um, he's got an interesting story and uh, we'll unpack Bamboo a little bit more. And then on Thursday, we're speaking to Alex Saunders, who is uh, the founder of Nuggets News. And um, for those in the crypto space in Australia and probably globally, you'd be familiar with him. If you're not, he's, a, I guess, a well-known commentator for yeah. crypto. Ex-pharmacist, um, now crypto news uh, provider. Yeah, Trusted yeah, Trusted yeah. voice in the crypto Trusted community. Trusted voice. The equity mates of crypto. Yes. Or the rent of crypto. The equity mates <laughs> of crypto. <laughs> so that's what we're doing this week. And look, really, by the end of it, we hope that You've got enough information to decide if crypto is something that's of interest to you. Um, for a lot of people, I'm going to assume that crypto will remain in the too hard or not interested basket. But um, even for those people, we think it's we're going to have some interesting conversations. Like I've learned a lot making these episodes. And then for those who are interested in crypto, you know, hopefully this is a starting point. Bamboo, SwiftX, uh, our preferred platforms, obviously make your own choice, but we think uh, they're the right ones for 
in our minds and they've been the right ones for us. So, I put a pin in a rant. Should I get back into it? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so, in today's episode, we want to talk about the use cases of crypto. And so, for me, so much of crypto content online is about the price of cryptocurrency, the price of Bitcoin hitting all-time highs, the price of Ethereum hitting all-time highs, the price of Dogecoin being pumped by Elon Musk. And it's just like, for me, I feel it does a disservice for people's understanding because it's a lot of it is speculation and there are some use cases that are starting to emerge or in theory will emerge but you don't really have a decent conversation about them because it's just all about price and so we wanted to do this episode to actually talk about what what are the use cases and like will there be practical uses of blockchain and cryptocurrency that emerge in the coming years um or is it just all speculation and it all is it just a hyped asset and the price is purely supply and demand? Is a uh, store of value a use case? Will store you, of value is definitely a use case. Will you see it as a failure if crypto is only a store of value? I think it would be a failure of its ambitions. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ren, there are over 4,000 cryptocurrencies out there at the moment, uh, many of which, uh, as you said, are, are hype. Um, and uh, we're going to go through a few of them uh, that actually have some clear clear use cases. Yeah. Not all 4,000. Not that all 4,000. That would take a very long time. Honestly, look, not all 4,000 have good use no, cases. No, no, no. <laughs> well, that is because, look, the number is growing. Um, you know, every day it seems like a new one is popping up. Mm. Uh, it's never been easier to start a cryptocurrency. Correct. <laughs> so, Where are you going with this? Welcome to the EM cryptocurrency. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's um. So let's firstly start at the top and uh, I guess have a look at where we are in the adoption phase or the the, the yeah. I guess the adoption phase of of cryptocurrency because it's important to understand um, before we actually take a look at the use cases. Yeah. So to start this episode, I wanted to uh, take a step back and talk about a theory that. Um, has really stuck with me and I guess is has really shaped my thinking around crypto. Um, and uh, Carlotta Perez wrote a book, uh, Technological Revolutions and Financial Capital, The Dynamics of Bubbles and Golden Ages. And uh, she basically went through um, five major technological innovations and how they played out in financial markets. And the long and the short of it is for many uh, of these sort of new technologies there's a installation period that's characterized by a lot of hype a lot of promise a lot of belief in this being a transformational technology a lot of new companies starting that all that expectation all that speculation all that hype leads to a financial bubble that bubble will crash but then what emerges from that bubble is a deployment period and in that deployment period you really see the technology being applied and like really meaningful companies coming out. Uh, and then what happens is the financial capital sort of rides that wave and then moves on to the next technology and the next bubble forms and so on and so forth. And I, I think the best example of this, the clearest example of this is the internet. Yeah. And, you know, in the late 1990s, like all of the hype and all of the speculation around the internet was was so it was so hot and there was so much money flowing into the sector so many new companies starting um and it turned into a frenzy and there was a financial bubble 
the bubble popped in 2001. But then what emerged out of that was this deployment period where, you know, a lot of businesses were shaken out, but um, some really meaningful businesses emerged. And we, we lived through the deployment period of the internet. Um, and if you think about that sort of two-step process, I mean, she breaks it into four phases, but like overall the installation period and then the deployment period, that's really shaped my thinking about cryptocurrency because we can sort of see that similar pattern play out that, you know, there was a new technology created. Uh, more and more people realized it's sort of disruptive potential, I guess. In 2017, we definitely had a market frenzy. The amount of new initial coin offerings and all of that stuff that were coming out. There was a bubble. The bubble popped. What Bitcoin fell 90% from its highs. And so my question now and a question that I think remains unanswered is, is crypto now entering a deployment period where like we see real businesses and real use cases emerge and the technology, uh, the the I guess the technology reaches a level of maturity um, where there are real and practical use cases for it. And so that's, I guess, what we want to talk about in this episode because um, that's the question that's on my mind. Yeah. Or have we not actually reached that point yet? Or is there We're, not that point? And or is there not that point? This is just point? a speculative asset. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's an interesting one. I feel like, you know, it certainly matches that uh, that process. But look, you know, it feels also that we're still so so early on in in its in its journey. You know, you you listen to, for example, the interview that we have on Thursday with Alex Saunders and some of the use cases or the ambition that some of these coins have. It's, it seems like it's sort of still twenty years away until some of that, uh, I guess, comes to fruition. So um, how this all plays out is definitely. Super interesting. Yeah, yeah. And like the, the time scale of these phases and these periods like uh, are long. Like if you think about the deployment period we've lived through with the internet, you know, the early and mid 2000s were a tough period for internet businesses. They couldn't get money. They couldn't get funding. It, and it took for a long time for them to recover, you know, like Microsoft, Amazon, you know, they it was a real grind in those years and they're only now reaching you know, their full potential sort of, what, 20 years after the bubble popped. So, yeah, these periods are long and these periods are hard and I kind of like the fact that they're long though because it means we have a lot of time to think about it as investors. <laughs> <laughs> it means, yeah, if you get in early as well, then uh, the rewards are certainly there. You get in early, but the <laughs> thing, the flip side of that is that you don't have to be super early. Like the difference between buying Amazon in 2002 and 2006 is like, you know, that's four years, that's a long time, but either either investor is laughing today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before we uh, jump into some use cases, uh, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, Ren, so we've got uh, a couple of coins here. I think four coins uh, that have some great vision and uh, some potential live uh, use cases that yes. we're going to go through. Yes. And, of course, it would be remiss of us not to start with Bitcoin. Yes. Um, perhaps, uh, well, definitely the most known and largest cryptocurrency in the world by market cap and uh, the one that I guess everyone sees as the most superior when it comes to, I guess, its long-term use case, store of value, whatever you want to put on it. So let's start with uh, Bitcoin and we're going to go through what's its vision and then how is that sort of playing out now? Yeah. Or if it's playing out now. Yeah. So I'll be the vision master. Okay. Uh, the vision of Bitcoin is uh, obviously to have um, a better uh, financial system. Yes. And yeah. I think in the Bitcoin white paper, which I assume you've read and know off by yeah, heart. Yeah, it's on my wall, big it's poster. It's bloody complicated. <laughs> like, honestly, if you crack it out, the you, you'll get, like, I got lost. Like, the equations and all that stuff, I was like, yeah. Anyway, you know, the, the white paper spoke about it being a peer-to-peer electronic cash system. It's, it's trying to make it a better financial system. And so, a lot of this, we're just going to talk about what they're trying to do, the use case in theory, and uh, we might pass some judgment on whether it's working, but obviously, it's, a, it's too early in a lot of cases to pass that judgment. So, the, 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 the theoretical use case for Bitcoin is it allows people to transact without relying on third-party institutions, without relying on banks or governments or other intermediaries. And so like a really simple example of that is uh, it allows people to send money overseas Mm -hmm. without the hassle of, you know, two banks in different countries passing money or using using something like TransferWise with a lot of fees. And so it reduces the fees, it reduces the cost, it reduces the time and it reduces the complexity. And so in theory, that's a use case. And and that use case is playing out. Like you see the amount of remittance, you know, where like uh, workers will move to another country and then send money back to their families mm-hmm. in, in their first country. Uh, the amount of remittance through Bitcoin um, is is definitely increasing. So I think in terms of that, that peer-to-peer cash system without... Um, relying on a third-party financial institution like you can definitely see that use case playing out yeah well it's happening yeah absolutely Uh, um and i guess the other part of bitcoin that is is, well within that is uh the the trust component as well and the decentralization of the i guess record keeping away from these big banks the likes of paypal all those who would traditionally record that the transaction has happened yes um and this is one of their their other sort of big elements that they like to push is that uh, no longer can anyone be the central gatekeeper of all of these, I guess, ledgers. Yeah, um, yeah. This one I think is a little bit less played out. Like the, the idea is that you shouldn't rely on trust, that you can have a trustless system mm. with blockchain. And the, the logic behind that is that there's this like incorruptible, indisputable record where you can see that, you know, what the other party is saying is true or they have the assets they have. 
but we I, I don't think we've really seen a, a use case where this is like widely adopted for a particular thing you know like the remittance and sending money like it's sort of 10x better than what was there before but i don't really have an example for this maybe i'm missing something i don't know if you do what the decentralization aspect yeah for where like they're not they're not relying on like a central ledger yeah, good point. I mean, I think the I think the the, the the key is that it can't be stopped. Like you, a government can't come in and stop you from sending money. You know what I mean? From Bitcoin from one country to another. Yeah, they can't they can't stop that like they could if if you were to go through a fi- the financial system. So maybe that's a, a part where that is somewhat playing out. No, um, but okay. So now this is getting in the way. So pull me out. But separate for me. That conversation is a separate blockchain and Bitcoin conversation because I can talk about examples where blockchain is as a record keeping function is, um, you know, being used uh, to have like a decentralized record. Like there's a bunch of countries that we, we actually talk about this in our Get Started Investing episode tomorrow where they're um, putting land title and like um, property ownership on a blockchain. Um, so it's decentralized and there's a number of reasons why they're doing that. I think Sweden, Sweden or Switzerland, Honduras, a um, bunch of other countries are all doing it. But I haven't seen a use case where Bitcoin is involved in that. And I'm sure there's some crypto experts out there yelling at their headphones right now. Yeah. But hey, come at me. Well, isn't it? Get better at marketing. <laughs> but but it, it's, it's sending currency. Yeah. Yeah, that but, can't be stopped. Like. But you can send you send currency as Bitcoin, and you avoid all the like the international transfers. But then, like people, like let's say I'm sending money back to my family in the Philippines, then they're just tr- turning it back into fiat yeah. and using it. Yeah, yeah, that can't be stopped. <laughs> yeah, let's can, let's sure, continue. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last use case for Bitcoin you've mentioned before is store of value, and. I think store of value is pretty academic in Western countries. You know, we talk about, you know, is it better than gold? Is it worse than gold? Is it digital gold? Like, you know, and there's all that question about like, can Bitcoin be a store of value? I think while it's academic in a lot of Western countries, it is actually very real in some parts of the world. You know, there there are plenty of examples of people in countries like Venezuela, uh, Argentina, Iran, um, you know, a, a number of those countries where there's either you know, political instability and, you know, risk that the government will be seizing assets or uh, there's inflation. Having a store of value that, to your point around the, um, you know, the decentralized ledger, you know, that government can't come in and take your assets. It is, it is meaningful. Yeah. Whether that was the ambition of Bitcoin, probably not, but it's certainly playing out. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no one knows who the real founder is, so... Yeah, but is it in the white paper that they want it to act like know. gold? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one, Ren, Ethereum, uh, second largest Bitcoin in terms of market Se- cap. Cryptocurrency. Uh, sorry, cryptocurrency in terms of market cap. Uh, ETH, I think, is it's uh, or Ethi, Ethi. Um, their vision is all about uh, smart contracts, yes. making contracts smarter. Yeah, now Ethereum as smart is as possible. Ethereum is one where people are a lot smarter than me are going to need to drive the conversation because I I get it conceptually, but I kind of get lost. But basically, to to explain the use case, think about how we currently interact with contracts. Um, 
you know, renting the property, signing up to a mobile plan, admitting yourself to hospital, signing up for insurance, whatever it is, the paperwork exists in some kind of database. And then all those questions about like who controls the database, how secure is the database, who has access to the database, who can corrupt or change the database, do you have a single point of failure in the database? Like all those questions exist around like a central database. And so part of the idea is uh, decentralizing that ledger makes the database more secure, makes it incorruptible because there's multiple records of it and um, people can't go back and change things that are on the blockchain. So I think that's the first part. But then you build on top of that with Ethereum this idea of smart contracts and things can like... um, basically like trigger automatically and stuff like that. Decisions can be made. Yeah. And so one example um, that I found of a use case of these smart contracts is in insurance and smart insurance contracts. And so using the Ethereum blockchain, insurance companies could automate their insurance policies basically where certain conditions are triggered for example, like a natural disaster, the claims process could be like triggered immediately and so, and then this is where I get a little bit lost, but then it's like due to the, the fact that it's distributed, the blockchain, transparency and trust in the process is visible to all stakeholders and regulatory bodies. No and, questions can be asked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, I think it's like it, you know, it, you can build all this stuff in that automatically triggers um, and, you, you know, there's undisputed ownership and stuff like that. Well, actually, for undisputed ownership, let's let's move to non fungible tokens. The hottest thing on the market. The hottest right thing now, on the market. NFTs. Right now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's basically like, uh, how do you protect ownership of digital assets? And these non fungible tokens have been created to basically assign ownership. So you can to digital assets. To digital assets. Yeah. So you can create a a song and. Um, someone can buy it and the non they own that the song and there's like a non-fungible token that's granted to them that basically shows everyone that they're the actual owner. And so we've seen that with like objects in games. We've seen that with... Well, actually, you were talking about your favorite golfer putting out some NFTs. Uh, <laughs> DeChambeau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bryson DeChambeau has put out some playing cards of I think when he hit over the, uh, hit over the lake on the... On the fifth, that are uh, I'm not going to remember the course, but when they were one of the most recent uh, golf tournaments, 200 and 300 and something yards. But right. They look shit, though. I, honestly, <laughs> I, I don't really care. As I yeah. said, someone smarter than me is going to have to explain yeah, that I'm one. Just like, come on. One that I do understand, uh, a use case that I do understand using the Ethereum blockchain is some of this decentralized finance stuff. And so, uh, if you think about traditional lending businesses where um, you have to go to a bank and you know the bank takes money from depositors and then lends it out to borrowers. You, owners of Ethereum can basically cut the bank out of that process. Mm. And if I own Ethereum and you want to borrow Ethereum, I can lend it out to you and earn interest. And it's a way to decentralize, I guess, that borrowing and lending process and to cut the banks out. And so that's a use case that is emerging and there's uh, a lot of money in that space. And arguably it's not 10x better i mean i would need to understand better but i think again we're going to get some hate from crypto people but like for me sometimes intermediaries like the central authority plays an important role like 
if we're doing decentralized finance and I'm lending, like how do I assess your creditworthiness, your risk? Like how do I build a, you know, you as a bank, you de-risk your portfolio by having a number of like uh, doesn't ethereum do that, that would be built into the into the blockchain though. no but if i'm just lending to you yeah definitely be built like in. i don't have the balance sheet of a bank to diversify my risk no but i'm sure they would build into the ethereum code that it will do its credit check on you somehow uh, oh i highly debatable i think Come on, bro. Do you think? Do you yeah, think? Yeah, so? of course. Come on. All right. Uh, someone who knows more about Ethereum, <laughs> answer that question for of us. Of course. <laughs> not just gonna, yeah, come on. It's not just going to be. You like, reckon oh, they're, they're building credit checks? Hundred percent. But who's it's, doing the credit check? They'll build it into the. I can, look, I'm I'm not at the level of saying I know how they're going to do it, but if I'm, I would be very confident that it would be built in to no, the but, Ethereum code. Anyone doing a credit check is then a central authority. Like it's either a credit agency or it's a bank or it's like a government. No, but you're, maybe your credit worthiness is distributed across the blockchain. So anyone who wants to <laughs> lend it to you. Maybe. Yeah, why not? Uh, I mean, I can't answer why not because, as I said, Ethereum does my head in a little bit. Yeah, but, but isn't that the whole – yeah, I mean, I, I don't see any reason and I don't know enough about this at all. But uh, sure, if that's what they wanted – like. There's definitely the capability to do that, I would imagine. And the whole idea that they that they uh, want to do this is to be able to take away the need for a bank to be the credit check and the need for all these intermediaries. So if you would imagine that they are going to be able to build this into the functionality. And considering we are very early in this phase, 10, 20, 30 years down the track, to make a bet that they're not going to be able to I do that. I just don't, I don't understand how you could have a credit check without then creating an authority. Well, maybe it's well, it's it's. I I don't know either. Yeah. All right. Uh, TBC. TBC. Slide into our DMs on Instagram and tell us two more quickly that I think are particularly interesting. Well, that have particularly interesting use cases. So one called Golem, that has the vision to create decentralized worldwide supercomputers. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, and basically conceptualize it like the Airbnb of supercomputers. So like, if for equity mates, when we want to build our trading arm, we would have to buy supercomputers ourselves like by a heap of computing power what golem is trying to do is basically say there's a whole bunch of excess capacity excess computing power that isn't being used at any time across individuals businesses organizations around the world Um, and if you can create this blockchain to connect them all people can then trade their um, excess computing power to people who want computing power and get paid in these golem tokens, mm. cryptocurrency, for giving up their excess computing power. And then we as equity mates building our quant trading arm, if we want to use excess computing power, we can pay people in these golem tokens to do it, which I think is a pretty cool yeah. idea. Good use case. Yeah, relatively straightforward. Another one that is along a similar vein for that Sia, yeah, uh, which is uh, trying to do the same thing, but for cloud storage. So right now we have like Microsoft Azure, Amazon Web AWS. Services, Google, and you know these are central authorities that sort of you buy cloud storage off them. Um, and Sia is trying to do something where people who have extra storage can offer it up to people who want storage, um, and you know 
pay or get paid in these CEO tokens, depending on what side of the transaction they're on. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. I mean, all uh, look, we've managed to get through four pretty decent coins without discussing price, so we're not going to. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, look, it is clear that uh, there are some clear use cases somewhat in play at the moment. And you can see where this is going, whether or not all 4,000 plus coins out there have use cases yes. is another question. Which is, um, you know, the same as internet businesses back in the day. Like, not all internet businesses were good businesses. No, no. Yeah. But uh, look, to close this out, we couldn't help ourselves. Uh, we, have to, <laughs> we have to give... Uh, our old mate Specky McGee a call to see what he has in store for us well, and, I then, think, and then we'll wrap. I think we spoke about four uh, crypt- potential cryptos with use cases. I think now we're going to talk about some cryptocurrencies with absolutely no use cases. <laughs> with no use cases. So let's uh, give Mr. Specky a call. 200,000 shares Blue Star at 19 and a half. Can you position it in one of your equity funds? Listen, Blue Horseshoe loves Blue Star Airlines. Hello. Okay. You've reached the Specky hotline. <laughs> Specky. Specky, we've reached the Specky hotline. <laughs> Look, Specky, we're just giving you we're just giving you a quick buzz today. Look, normally we talk about equities um, and what's what's hot and what's not, um, the rocket emoji indicator, what's buzzing. But as uh, as we let you know, we're doing crypto week, and I know that you do like to dabble somewhat in <laughs> the lower end of the uh, altcoin there's market. There's a lot of specky opportunity out there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we th- we absolutely. Thought, we thought we'd check in with uh, Specky McGee to understand what is, uh, what's happening in the crypto space. Yeah, well, it's, it's funny because when it comes to cryptocurrencies, pretty much every cryptocurrency is specky. So it's sort of like specky hotline gone thermonuclear here. <laughs> but yes. what <laughs> Last week I spoke about um, the subreddit ASX Bets. If you want to learn a bit about the ASX Specky community, there's actually one for cryptocurrencies as well called Satoshi Street Bets. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And what's what's buzzing in there? Well, okay. So I'll start off by telling you guys about one that came across my desk in 2017 called Rayblox. So this it's a cryptocurrency that's, as opposed to Bitcoin, it's instant transactions, no transaction fees, no inflation. So when this came across my desk, I actually did a bit of DD for one. <laughs> that's very unlike you. <laughs> it actually looked okay. So I bought some on um, a crypto crypto exchange called BitGrail, an obscure Italian cryptocurrency exchange. <laughs> Jeez, you take the specky approach to exchanges as well. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, it was fairly niche at this point, but the problem is that exchange was hacked in February 2018. <laughs> so, yeah. so I lost all of it. But so, so just on Rayblox, Rayblox rebranded to Nano, and this is sort of where I'm going with my tip. Um, not a tip, sort of very tip. clear, not a tip, just a specky. <laughs> so, yeah, so they rebranded to Nano and then off the back of Nano, Nano has, there's a, a new cryptocurrency called Banano, like B-A-N-A-N-O. <laughs> Do you mean banana? A-N-O, sort of like banana, yeah, but banana. Now, it's a fork of Nano, so it's all the same technology, but 
I think they're really trying to run with this whole meme thing with um, cryptocurrency, sort of trying to be the new Dogecoin. So this would have to be be my tip. Trading at one cent, market cap, sorry, not a tip. This is my analysis. Um, (laughs) Nice. Great analysis. Yeah. Yeah. Trading at one cent, market cap 13 million, and it's ranked 865 in terms of uh, cryptocurrency. So you know it's. To use a technical term, it's a shit coin. <laughs> but, but yeah, look, if, I think it could be a, a, quite an interesting punt. I actually, I went to buy some last night. Because it's so niche, it's only available on a few obscure uh, crypto exchanges. <laughs> so, I guess, yeah, you know, nice. with a propensity to be hacked. So, And this one I looked at is based in the Seychelles. So, it's a small African <laughs> country, like, on the east of Africa. <laughs> So, yeah, so I'm looking into it. And, yeah, but you guys know when Bitcoin launched, it all started with the the white paper. So that was the um, – Yeah, we've yeah, sort yeah, of we've like the summary. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's only like an eight or nine-page document that explains all the technology behind it. And Banano has a yellow paper, which is available <laughs> online. <laughs> yeah. I know. You're kidding me. Yeah, give it a read if you're interested. And, I mean, all it's going to take is – um. Elon Musk to come across this and give it a tweet, and who knows? Well, mate, we don't need Elon Musk when we've got Specky on the yeah, desk doing, doing some solid D, doing some solid DD and uh, letting the the uh, crypto curious in the equity mates community know about it. So, uh, look, thanks, thanks for coming on and sharing us with that with you. Oh, it's going to be so funny when uh, Specky gets hacked for a second time <laughs> yeah. off the off the coast of Africa. Have you done the sums on what uh, your uh, nano purchase would have been worth had you not been hacked? No, I think when I bought it, it's subsequent to when I bought it, I think it's 10 bags, but then I held it for a bit too long and then it started dropping. Then the exchange got hacked. So I didn't invest too much in it. So um, you, wouldn't be, you wouldn't be driving a Lambo. <laughs> yeah, I still got the Lambo. So that's, that's fine. <laughs> Okay, the yellow paper for Banano. Banano. I reckon there's, uh, you know the Gwen Stefani like, uh, this shit is bananas. I reckon (laughs) there's a uh, viral TikTok (laughs) in, uh, uh, this coin is bananas. (laughs) Nice one, Specky McGee. Well, uh, look, thanks for coming on. Uh, We look forward to bringing it back onto the equity side of things and uh, hearing some DD there. But uh, look, that is all we've got time for today. (laughs) Appreciate you. We'll put uh, the banana in the show notes and I don't if, reckon we put it in the show notes if you've got like a sign up code for your random uh, African uh, crypto <laughs> exchange <laughs> that you want us to push let us know yeah I think yeah we got to go back to um, equities next time just as I said before specky cryptos is just like yeah it's not going to end up well end well for anyone but uh, I got to tell you so like on the Banano website and in the yellow papers they literally just, this is verbatim. It describes itself as a fearless instant rich in potassium cryptocurrency. So, <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to do. Hold on, I'm, I've just gone to their website. Their byline is don't let your memes be dreams. Yeah, that's right. Oh my God. Dogecoin was originally started as a joke, like li- yeah, literally yeah, yeah. a joke coin, and then see, see where it is now. So who knows? This could be the next Doge. God, I've been after a coin that's rich in potassium. <laughs> <laughs>
Jeez. All right. Well, we've got no, we've run out of time, but we'll have to leave it All there. Right. Uh, the website is literally banano.cc. So go and check that out. Oh, check I don't even know. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. It's well worth it. Uh, glad that what one if, came across your desk. What if their features on their website is not a shit coin, brackets, until digested? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I don't know. Specky, before you go, uh, does this have an REI rating or are REIs purely for equities? Uh, so I went on the Banano subreddit. There's no rockets there. So I, I don't know. I think they're anti, um, anti-rocket and pro-potassium. I don't know. What okay. they're yeah. <laughs> well, let's indicator. leave that one off the REI indicator then. <laughs> Nice one. All right. Well, that is uh, the end of Specky Hotline. And Ren, that is the end of our Crypto Week opener, as, you, you as know, we said. You know what I'm really happy about? I was worried when we got Specky McGee on the line that uh, he would talk about the price of a coin. No price. But we kept we our said, promise. Kept the our promise. only crypto content online that doesn't mention the price. <laughs> so, do your own research. Do your own research. <laughs> but that is uh, that is the end of our episode for today. Hopefully, you uh, managed to understand a little bit more about the use cases of crypto uh, and uh, I guess the importance of not getting caught up in the price. And the importance uh, and of potassium the, the importance in your crypto. Of, yeah, <laughs> potassium in your crypto. We do have a big big week coming up, as we said. Tune in to tomorrow's episode on Get Started Investing where we actually do a bit more of a crypto 101 and uh, actually walk through the history of crypto starting from blockchain and then how uh, cryptocurrency comes in on top of that and then what that means uh, for investors uh, going forward. And then, of course, we've got two interviews with experts um, later on in the week. And then three things before we go. Keep your eye out for our live shows. It's coming. Uh, And then the two platforms that we use, if you want to check them out, Bamboo, get bamboo.io or search Bamboo in the app store. Equity Mates is the code. Use the code Equity Mates for $10 in Bitcoin, Ethereum, gold or silver. Um, and then SwiftX, swiftx.com.au slash Equity Mates. Sign up there to get $15 in Bitcoin. So you could walk away with 25 bucks in Bitcoin. Nice one. Well, uh, we'll leave it there. Crypto week and then next week back into equities, of course. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, until then, Ren, we'll uh, chat later in the week. Sounds good. Equity Mates Investing Podcast is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Equity Mates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.